Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here's the thing about Germany. Why I made the curator's pick of the Hollywood Fringe Community, unity, 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 Welcome to Hashtag Observations TFR by Christy with my special guest host, my sister Tanya M. Congress. Let's check out the sound and see how the sound is going this morning. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Are you able to hear me? Perfect. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Marvelous Monday. That's what we're going to call it since Monday is always one of those days where we have the most challenges for the week. It's always Monday. Um, I'm doing well this morning. I was up doing some working before we got started. And uh, so I was together, but still, here we are sitting in the chair a few minutes late. <laughs> I was thinking that the... Uh, the uh, you know, the intro was going to be longer because uh, we're usually not done with the intro till about this time right now. But today I have watermelon and I have grapes and I have my ginger, of course, which I eat on ginger all day long. I literally munch on ginger all day long, which is uh, does wonders for the digestive tract. I never intended on munching on ginger all day. I just find myself doing it. I keep a bowl of it here on my desk, immersed in a little water. And um, I just munch on it all day long. But I am excited to get this week started. I know that um, I hope you guys got a chance to listen to TFR podcast live last night, uh, where uh, Crazy D and his wife did a wonderful job on describing some documentaries that are out. I wrote them down because I am going to, uh, I'm definitely going to watch them. I think one was Zora Neale Hurston, uh, the, her story. Then there was one on Betty Davis, not the actress Betty Davis, but the one that was married to Miles Davis. She was a gritty funk artist. Um, who had a story to tell So I'll be watching hers And there was another one uh, That they said as well Not unless I wrote down I think I wrote down Nasty Gal The movie that was supposed to come out A few years ago about Betty Davis Under the documentary So if I can find that I'll watch those back to back But um, guys get ready um, Strap yourselves in We're getting prepared for takeoff How you doing this morning D? Uh, you know, I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing some fasting, right? Trying to have one meal a day, and this oatmeal helps me out a lot. This is my wife just brought me the oatmeal. Our producer, Tracy, and uh, it's mm, mm, good. Have some grapes in it, mixed nuts and fruit, a lot of almonds. Great, great tasting. So, 
this week, first of all, we want to shout out to everyone listening to us on Periscope, Vimeo, a social media site, and the Film Review Life channel on YouTube. The Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Make sure you smash the share button, the like button, and smash the subscribe button. We want to see 10 subscribers. This week, we're dealing with the independent DIY, do-it-yourself nature of whomever we're going to feature, right? And so, number one starts moi, me. And so, we're going to be breaking down some films, some techniques, right? And of course, it always coincides with what's happening in the world today. So smash the like button, smash the share button. So let's get right into this right here, right? Jitter, ditter, action camera, light flicker. Independent DIY one. It's crazy D, that's me, right? This Friday we have Keith Lee, Stockton, California filmmaker, right? But today we have me, Cleveland, Las Vegas filmmaker. That's right. Cleveland, Cleveland, LA, Las Vegas filmmaker. Let's, let's get it right. You know, we've shot in all those places. Independent, right? All right. Let's go through what this is about today. Crazy D discusses his filmmaking, his process, the use of light and shadow to tell his stories and why the narrative he chooses to shine the light on deals with relationships between a man and a woman, good, bad, etc. Why it's important to him to shoot a project and finish the movie to release it. What is jitter, ditter, action, camera, light, flicker? Plus, we look at some memes and take your calls, 213-943-3358. Kicking off a week of looking at independence and why it's best to remain independent. Let's discuss if we have independence out there, your independent artists, your independent filmmakers, your independent, etc. 213-943-3358. Also, we have the chat line open over on YouTube on the Film Review Life channel, right? Make sure you smash the like button, the share button, because we're going there. So let's start with some memes, right? Let's start with some memes. This is very important. What you find in the film industry is you find a lot of freakish things. So I decided I would start with something that was kind of freakish. Now this meme has been out for a few years but it resurfaced and the question the person asked the question what is this called what exactly is that called what would you what would you call that what would you call that i mean it's definitely creative it's not something i would wear but it's creative and um it looks like an eye with an eyelash. Of course, they've done that with some, like some quick weave. Um, <laughs> I mean, my first 
thought on it is that it looks ridiculous, but it is artistic. <laughs> so, you know, to each his own. I wouldn't wear that though. It looks crazy. But it's got pink eye. But anyway, let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. Okay, all right, all right. All right, here's another. This one is interesting. I saw this and I said, we're definitely going to speak on this one. All right, here we go. Viewer discretion is advised. Viewer discretion is advised. In 1993, Tupac said, we would have a race of babies that would hate the ladies. In 1993, Tupac said, we would have a race of babies that would hate the ladies. That was an interesting meme and I thought I would bring it up and I said, yes, Tupac did say that. I didn't know that he meant it like that I thought within relationships, but then relationships are strained and sometimes it heads that way. What about the women who hate the men? What about that? It's going both ways these days. Okay, okay, so next, next thing, next, next me. Nothing embarrasses your enemy more than when they bad mouth you but you still end up blessed. Nothing embarrasses your enemy more than when they badmouth you, but you still end up blessed. I thought that was a good meme, right? Good meme. It is a good one. It's a good meme, right? So this one right here, this one right here. This has to do, this is out to the fellas. Hey, fellas, hey, fellas. This is a in-depth question here. And then the person who wrote it said, just wanna know where your mental is meant, right? Fellas, can your homeboy come to your house to sit and wait for you while your lady, uh, with your lady wife there until you get home. Can your homeboy come to your house to sit and wait for you with your lady slash wife there until you get home? <clears throat> the answer is absolutely, positively, absolutely, positively, no. Want to know why? It's not ha it doesn't have anything to do with the woman. It has to do with men. Because just like this movie we saw, we reviewed, Nicole, men are pretty, some men, not all, some are kind of off kilter and they, they may do something, right? I, I write that a lot in the Black Ice Chronicles. What you like to say about that real quick? Would you allow your homegirl to come over and sit and wait while your husband or boyfriend is sitting at home waiting for you to come home? No. I mean, you know, we can time it where she meets me there just in time or she can wait outside in the car till I get home and she beats me there. 
Um, and the same thing with his homeboy. His homeboy come. He can wait out in the car till he gets there. That way, uh, you don't let your good be evil spoken of. You know, there's no speculation, nothing left to speculation when you keep order. And see, people have a tendency to always have a variation on order. You know, well, that oh, it's all right. You know, that's my homeboy. You can let him come on in. No, that's not the point. Your homeboy looking and lurking. He can look in ways that you he's not going to look at me when you're not there, even if I don't see it. He's still looking at me in ways that he could not look at me if you were there witnessing him and just because of the human nature of people you know i'm straight i i'm i I'm myself i'm disciplined but it's just it's just just keep order you know this don't even have to be a conversation just be in order nobody's coming in the house if the other one ain't home period rest in heaven franklin g franklin g would say just going over there and I'll meet you. I'm doing an errand and I'll meet you. And my wife is there, just knock on the door, she'll let you in, right? And I said, well, to myself, I said, I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna be sitting in the car when he gets there. He said, what you doing? You're sitting in, yeah, I'm sitting in the car. I don't I do not do things. I don't go into house because my mother trained me a long time ago. There will be no opportunity for people to say, anything foul about me. They're not going to even be a question. Oh yeah, he sat out in the car the whole time waiting for, if it took a half an hour to an hour, I was sitting out in the car. We're not going to sit in, in the house with the opposite sex. It's just not going to happen. It's not, this is not that liberal of a world still because people get jealous and they start to get to thinking and then if the other person is tipping, then they'll think ill of you first and we don't have any time for people to be feeling ill, right? Unless they're going to the doctor with some COVID, but not ill towards me. Okay, so next me. Can a woman love a man and admire another? 100, keep it 100. Can a woman love a man and admire another? Keep it 100. I'm going to come to you. What do you say? I think that that's a trick question. I think that, um, first of all, we have to understand what love is in its truest form. Love is not a feeling. Love is a decision. So once you have made a decision to love someone, your subsequent actions follow in line with uh the love that you say you have for an individual now admiring you can admire a lot of people for different reasons you can admire them for their education you can admire them for their well-spokenness you can admire them for their business prowess you can admire them for their talent but that does not equate the love relationship but i think that this question the reason why it's even out there as a meme is because when we say admire I believe we're referring to lusting and uh, can you love a person and lust another one if you have no discipline and you are as a child um, you can lust someone else 
But if you love a person, you don't allow yourself the opportunity to lust anyone else. In fact, if you are grown spiritually, you don't even operate in lust. Lust is something that's shut down, you know, as far as you can lust your partner, you can lust your husband, lust your wife in a healthy type of lust. But uh, any other kind of lust, that's that's for people who are spiritually immature and have not arrived at a certain plateau in their life. So can can a woman love a man and admire another? Yeah, in the truest sense of those words. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that necessarily to be true. I don't I don't know. And just me as a man, I don't admire any other woman like, you know, you I but mine is the best, so I wouldn't admire at all. I wouldn't lust or admire. I wouldn't admire. Let's just take the word as admire on its surface level. I wouldn't, so I wouldn't expect that the other person would admire someone. I don't know. Because. Well, I mean, what does admire mean? You have two. You have two definitions for admire. One is a feel of respect and approval for something. So that's, you know, if I look at someone and I say, hmm, let's say someone's running for office and they're, they have great inter- integrity and character in their role in the office that they're running for again or whatever, then I have an admiration for them in that regard. So it's to regard a person uh, with quality, with respect or warm approval. The second meaning for admire is to look at with pleasure. Well, I'm not looking to look at nobody with pleasure. If I'm with someone, I'm in a marriage or, and it does not, it has nothing to do with what is going on in the marriage or what is going on in the relationship. As long as I am there, I am not allowing myself to look upon another person with pleasure. Um, That's immature, it's messy. And it is of a worldly thought process of which is very much promoted these days. But no, I mean, that kind of admiration, no. But the admiration of respect, a respect kind of admiration, yes. Hmm. That's up in the air, I would say. Okay, here's another. Here's another me. Sexy isn't always about boobs or butts. It's the way you walk, the way you talk, and the way you think. Now, the way you walk, the way you walk has to do with butts and boobs. So, when the person wrote this, they should have took the way that you walk out because how you walk. Now, unless they're meaning their path that they walk, but they have to be more specific. So, they would have to take that out and say, the way you talk and the way you think, right? But for most men, me being a man, I attract to the physical first and then find out how she thinks and how she talks. And then that's how I know if I would like to be in a relationship with the person if they have brains upstairs and didn't just give brains. What oh, we had said. 
<laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Um, that's true, though. It's not just about, um, and you're right in your surmising about the walk. It's the way you walk. Now, your walk is your integrity, your character, your values, your morals, and how you apply those things in your day-to-day life. That would be a walk in that respect. But the other walk is, you know, when a woman walks by, I, I have not, I have never seen a group of men, old, young, drunk, sober, uh, uh, godly, you know, the godly ones though, you'll, you'll see them, they'll, they'll try, they at least make a valiant effort not to look, especially when they're in the company of other guys. Because everybody want to keep their godly mask or face on. Hopefully it's not a mask, but I'm just saying. But though, for those who it is a mask, everybody want to wear the mask in front of each other. So, you know, they all try not to look. But even with them, though, I have not, never seen a group of men where a woman walked by who had herself put together nice and he didn't look. You know, never seen one group of men that did not look and look at below the waist and to the butt and the legs as she walked by. You know, the guy from um, the guy from the uh, what was the rhythm section for uh, stacks? The Soul Brothers, yeah, yeah. It was one of the songs, and he said he remembered seeing a sister walking by, and he played, and when he got in the studio, he played the bass line to the rhythm of her walk, and it was the number one hit. Yes, that's right. So you see, people, we could be talking foundation, you could be talking about building, you could be talking some of the most pro-American black stuff possible, sister come by, and everybody go, up. Oh. wait a minute. And I'm looking like, hey, man, stay on task. Stay on task, brother. Stay on task. <laughs> Everybody stops. Hmm. Now, next one. Hey, girl. I think it's adorable the way you always be tripping over nothing. Hey girl, I think it's adorable the way you always be tripping over nothing. Now if that was your boyfriend, I don't, I don't know. I think I think she'd be tripping over something that's valid. Like this guy is coming to coming to uh, take care of cut some heads or something. Okay, so here we go. Now this right here, we often talk about the fox, and we very seldom see excuse me the wolf but here we go this is the wolf right and the person put this wolf in the car he must have thought it was an Alaskan husky or something and said the the wolf was a little I mean no it didn't say wolf because they don't know it's a wolf they think it's an Alaska Husky. Say the, uh, this baby was a little, I forget the word they used. This baby was a little such and such. 
but I'm gonna take him to the vet because he was just walking around aimlessly on the on the side of the road or something. And I'm like, dude, and everybody is laughing like, you mean that's a wolf? That is the perfect example. You know, we talk about the fox, but here this guy, he takes a wolf. And I remember hearing this story. It's a folk tale. It's an urban legend. It's about a family in New York who saw a stray dog and grabbed the dog up and took it home. And... You know, the dog, so the dog just was kind of lethargic and it sat at home and it did nothing, but they had a cat. So they left and they came back and the dog had ripped the cat apart. So they took the dog to the vet and the vet came out and told them we have to, we had to put it to sleep because it was a rat. So, things like this happen. I have a similar story about that. Okay, let me me bring you in. Uh, Things like this happen, right? And speaking of people who can't see the fox, they really can't see the wolf in real life. Go ahead. Um, There's a similar story I heard about in Boston where... This woman, it was really, really raining. It was raining really hard outside. And this woman's walking down the street and she sees what she think thinks is a cat under a bush that's shivering because it's raining and it's cold. So she picks this thing up and tucks it in her jacket and takes it home. I mean, this sounds almost unbelievable. She takes it home and she's got it in the house. Just put it down to roam around with the rest of the cat. So you mean to tell me you never looked at it and so she goes to bed and then she wakes up because her cat is screaming she goes in there the room got blood everywhere the cat isn't dead but the cat is just barely living this was a big giant rat that she had picked up and tucked in her coat and brought it home and I guess the reason why it was docile is because it it got it appreciated the warmth that she was giving it but i mean like first of all rat hair if you look at a rat the hair is coarse all right so wet it's gonna feel some type of way when it's wet and you go to pick it up it's still gonna feel different than a cat a cat hair that's wet but i guess since cats bathe themselves people may not be so familiar with what a cat feels like wet Right, but I don't care either either way. Picking up anything off the street and bringing it home, okay, we could be too uh animal friendly. Come on, man, you don't know if the thing got rabies, you don't know, even if it was a cat, it could have rabies or anything. You just bringing it home off the street, random. Well, you know, she was an animal lover, you see this, and so. This gets brings us to this picture right here. And this is all I needed to see. This is all I needed to see when this picture was first taken. 
That's all I needed to see. I was like, hey, you're telling me everything that I need to know. You know, being in a fraternity uh, doesn't mean that you're always cool with everybody that was in the fraternity. Okay. So this next one right here, people, this next meme. We were talking about this and it never ceases to amaze that how after we talk about something, it shows up on the internet. It said, remember this? The blocks of cheese. The cheese from the 80s. You know, it made great grilled cheese sandwiches. You could never cut it straight so it'd be big blocks, of, uh, big globs of cheese. It was uneven. But, you know, it's, it's there. So that's a good remembrance. You know, I'm glad that people remember. You know, it's a good thing. Alright, so let's keep going. Okay, now, this meme right here is an interesting meme. And I want to get your take on this right here. A lot of beautiful women out there in the world with some ugly ash souls. A lot of beautiful women out there in the world with some ugly ash souls. What you got to say to that? It's like peeling back the layer of an onion because a lot of times um, beautiful women, as beautiful as they are, they suffer from no, low self-esteem. And so that low self-esteem causes them to act out um, their insecurities in ways that when they act them out, it seems like they're being confident. It seems like they're being what's normally called the B word. It seems like they're being a certain type of way, but what it is is that it's a defense mechanism uh, to because they don't want people to see that big gaping hole that can only be filled by a relationship with God. It can only be filled, and when I say relationship, that's realizing yourself. You, you realize yourself when you realize God. You realize God when you realize yourself. And so as long as you are measuring self against the standards and within the parameters that this society has put in place, there's always going to be some kind of deficit within that manifests without. So they will stand there. I mean, I've seen people put on pounds of makeup and and look like the absolute uh, beauty queen, but on the inside and when they express themselves to other people, they just stank. They stank, stank people. Where as a person who has a, a personality, um, like I was, I was watching a um, program and it was, I think it was uh, Survivor's Remorse. And when the basketball player met this young lady who was a, a nurse at the hospital, she ran into some women on the street and they knew who he was. So they were trying to get at him. They were disrespecting her. He had to leave her for a second to go get his glasses out the restaurant. And they were like, you know, they started trying to pick her for information. Then they told her she was basic. Oh, you, well, you basic as I don't know what. And... And so she took offense to that and she found a little insecurity in that. And the thing was, she was prettier than all of them. And she didn't need all of that that extra that they had on. And they didn't look like nothing even with the extra on. Uh, one of them may have been semi-cute. 
but she was cuter than all of them with her basic self. And that's what he liked. But because oftentimes we will measure ourselves against um, what society has, has set as a standard of beauty, it doesn't matter how beautiful you make the outside, how much constructive surgery, reconstructive surgery that you do, you can look picture perfect. But a picture is only worth a thousand words when that picture tells the truth. And when it don't tell the truth, when we know what it is when you go home. Mm. You know what it is. I have to let that sit for a second. Okay. Next meme. Which brings us. It's very apropos. This is very. It's very close to what you said. You will never see me seeking validation from people who aren't even valid. Come on here. That's my favorite. You will never see me seeking validation from people who aren't even valid. When I saw this meme, I said, I've got to, you know, bring it. Right? I got to show this. This is very important. Waste no time in trying to make yourself worthy to people who their ticket isn't even validated. Right? Astounded. Right? Now, this was an interesting photo a year after I was born. Clark Station. Gas was only. 26 cents and that was considered high that was considered high and and gas is now what what is gas now out here gas is like 260 it's the lowest it's been it it, it stayed pretty low because obama had it low when he left it was 241 so it stayed out here in cal la i mean excuse me in las vegas at around the 50 to the 60, maybe 70, 270, right? How much is gas in uh on the in the Midwest there in Cleveland, Ohio? It's about 230 right now. 30, right? 230. And they used to say that gas was high out here on the West Coast, but not anymore. But back then, 26 cents was considered high. And then I remember when I began to drive, gas was like 126. Then it gradually started to grow. And then the number started to go up. And what's the odds that gas is gonna go through the roof again now? What we're gonna see, we're gonna see. All right, so now, this right here, is an interesting one, right? This right here came across my memories page, right? And I said, hey, let me let me uh, show this right here. So this came across my memories page. It came up as a memory, right? And this was a graphic that I did for Black Architect Music Group LLC, right? As you see, it's the uh, circle of fifths, 
around a circular keyboard with a speaker bumping bass with with uh, rubies, uh, emeralds, etc., etc., diamonds, right? The different colors and also uh, onyx, right? So that represents red, black, and green, right? And then you have the protractor, right? Because it's Black Architect Music Group, right? And I produced it. This is one of those graphics that I do when, you know, I, I, I do different graphics for other people than I do for myself because I'm a blue collar type of guy. But I can bring it extra, extra calorific. Uh, Lando Calrissian when necessary. So, what you got to say about this? Well, uh, for those of you who, uh, well, you wouldn't know, so none of you would know, but that is my company, and uh, it that is representation of so much in that one photo. That's an excellent graphic. That's one of the best graphics that I've seen uh, to represent a company because it's making you look at it it's making you so the keyboard is obvious the protractor is obvious and then the speaker is obvious but then now the circle of fists and the there is water see even though it's it's in a, a burgundy color i would rather look at that as uh blood like in blood sweat and tears blood but it's really water and that's representation of something as well. So it's so much symbolism in this work. And the company itself mirrors that. There's a lot of symbolism, a lot of effective uh, stuff that's going on with it. And more to come. You guys will hear more about that, especially in 2021. Coming from Mata. New Jersey and Atlanta, right? So, you know, you know, I do my graphics work for different people. What people want, people have to know what they want. I once worked, oh, I'm not, I don't work for people. I, I get uh, hired for my expertise. But I once got hired for my expertise and the person didn't know what they wanted, right? I'm a type of person that I will design it, shoot it like that, like that. You get two or three changes to it. And then from there, it's solidified. But we want to see if you know what you want. If you don't know what you want, that's why some of the graphics look so janky out here. Well, I'll take that back. It's not because they don't know what they want. It's because they got the wrong graphics designer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. So anyway, look. Now we are getting ready to have the rubber hit the road. And I was watching a certain news channel and they started saying the rubber hits the road. And I said, we've been saying that for months. And all of a sudden they started saying, cause you know, they watch us, right? Now I hear a lot of our slogans and the things that we talk about then all of a sudden appear on the station or stations maybe a week or two later we've always talked about that but anyway creative independence means creative independence means i don't have to wait for a platform to make what i want 
again. Creative independence means I don't have to wait for a platform to make what I want to make, right? And at this point, we definitely want to say to you, as we before we have the rubber hit the road, that if you enjoy what you hear from us, make sure that you go right over right now, you go over right now, bring out your QC code scanner, right? Bring out your QC code scanner and scan either the Cash App, which is at dollar sign TFR Podcast Live, or the PayPal QR scan that and drop a few dollars on those accounts to say we appreciate what you bring to us, the information that we bring, the information that we bring and we will continue to make and bring great information to you because we have hours, baby, hours of information that you will appreciate if not now, later. It's like that classic candy, now or now or Later. All right, people. So look, being an independent means that you do not have to wait for another, for another person, entity, record label to tell you that your stuff is the hit, right? That your stuff is the hit. And you can get out there and push your independent product. Me as a filmmaker, I have been on demand for a very long time, independently, right? So the best way to illustrate this is to go through some of my film work, right? And to give get you to understand and get a grasp of it and we will tell you where you can see it on demand, right? Hopefully you've uh, smashed the subscribe button on the film review, on the film review life channel, and you see some things, but the body of work is on a demand format, right? So we're gonna play this. This, this first piece is a piece let, let, let me tell you first. This is very important, and my sister could tell you. I'm a person that's about executing. It's very important. I don't waste people's time because life is short. You could be here, you could be gone tomorrow, right? So when you say that you're going to do something, this is very important. This is what it cuts and makes the filmmaker makes a filmmaker a filmmaker, right? Especially if they are independent. When they say that something's gonna come out, it comes out. When they say it's gonna come out on a certain date and it comes out before that date, to hit the date, even better. That's the type of person that I am because I do not believe in wasting people's time. If you 
shoot something and you take all of this time and it never comes out or the sound quality is horrible or the picture is not there or you don't know how to tell a story what were you doing it for what is jitter ditter look up the words jitter and ditter d-i-t-t-e-r i'm looking for something kind of mystic on the D-I-T-T-E-R. And I'm going to make a point once you read it. But J-I-T-T-E-R, jitter and ditter. D-I-T-T-E-R, jitter, ditter, action, camera, light, flicker. Right? Smash the share button, smash the like button because we are going somewhere today. This is about follow through. This is about when you say that you can do something that you are able to execute on what you say that you can do, right? And this is what sets an independent filmmaker apart from a person that just wants to be a filmmaker. Anyone, let me, let me preface this. This is, you know, I don't want to, you know, step on any toes or harm anyone's ego. But if you are independent and you don't know how to make and produce a film and bring it out without need of getting financing from someone else, you are not really an independent do-it-yourself filmmaker. You're not. You're not an independent. You're a dependent. You always remember that. If you're looking for financing to get something done and you've shot all this film and you can't edit it up yourself and make it sound good yourself, then you are a dependent. You are not an independent. You are a dependent filmmaker waiting for someone to finance your film. Financing the finishing touch of your film, meaning the edit. Meaning that you don't have the ability. So what is jitter and what is ditter? Okay, jitter. And I think this is the, the second uh, definition that you're looking for. It's slight irregular movement, variation, or unsteadiness, especially in an electrical signal or electrical device. Or it can be an extreme feelings of extreme nervousness. That's right. So when you have that electric potential kinetic energy and anyone who does independent filmmaker making, you have that jitter, that nervousness, but you don't show it. You don't show that nervousness because you are the leader of this merry band of actors. Mary Banner people who are playing dress up to bring this to life. They believe in your words. They believe in your ability. They believe in your lighting. They believe in your sound quality. They believe in what you do and thus and so. You will have that nervousness, but you do not show it. It's that potential kinetic energy that then executes and gets it done. Now, what is what is ditter? 
Okay, it is a transitive verb meaning to turn aside, discourage, or prevent from acting. Say it again. Say it one more time. And I do see something else here. It's uh, to turn aside, discourage, or prevent from acting, but it is also likened to dithering, which they have next to jittering. Dithering is D-I-T-H-E-R-I-N-G, which means to act nervously or indecisively, to vacillate, dithering about what's next. So it's to be to vacillate, to act nervously or indecisively. Right. So jitter, ditter, action, camera, light, flicker. Jitter, ditter, action, camera, light, flicker. That means, term that I phrased here, jitter, ditter, action, camera, light, flicker, is that you get rid of the indecisiveness that is brought about. There's another definition of ditter that has to do with a certain demon that brings about indecisive, indecisiveness. Thus, you have jitter ditter action camera light flicker meaning that you get rid of that because you are a person of action that writes the action that has the camera and you know how to make the light flicker to bring a great image to the people so people so that's what that means jitter jitter ditter action camera light flicker Speaking to a person who does that, right? You're, you're, you're speaking to a person who actually produces film and people believe. See, let me tell you a little story about Las Vegas, right? Here I am uh, coming out to Las Vegas. I already have the Black Ice Chronicles rolling. I have three films already under the black ice before I come out to Las Vegas. So when I come out to Las Vegas, I come out and it takes me a year to find quality actors. It takes me a year. I come here in 12. I land here in 12. It takes me until about 13 to find quality actors, right? I had to cut through a lot of I had to cut through a lot. I had to go to a lot of different acting places and I found out that the Caucasians out here are a little different than the Caucasians back at home. Cause you know, the Caucasians in Cleveland are segregated, right? Out here, the Caucasians are, everyone kind of co-mingles. There are some rich Caucasians that are segregated up on the mountains. I'm giving you, I'm giving you too much. What, what's in Vegas should stay there, but I want to give you some game, put you on some game, right? So, but it's pretty much they co-mingle together. So you have an illusion that it is a place of inclusion. But once they find out, which I wasn't worried about the Caucasians anyway, you, you, you know, you know my makeup already. You know how we converse and we talk on this show. Observations. Hashtag observations TFR and hashtag TFR podcast live. You know how we com converse, right? How we talk. How we chop it up, right? 
So what I noticed, right? I had to, it had to be a, you know how Master P has in that one record, he says, get your mind right. You gotta get your mind right, right? I'm not using the negative expletive because I'm not trying to offend. I'm just telling it the way that I observed it and my opinions on it. So I had to get and get people to break away from being wanting to be in Caucasian films so much that they were willing, unbeknownst to them maybe, that they were playing the back. That they were extras. That the films that the Caucasians were coming out with, if the black person was not doing buffoonery, get the makeup, get the red lipstick and the boot black shine, if they weren't doing buffoonery, then they had them in the back, right? And so I would go to these different acting clinics and the different acting parties, and I would say, hey, and I would have my camera, right? Because we would do this in Cleveland. You know, I'm, a, I'm an experienced filmmaker, right? And I know how to manipulate sound. Sound quality is everything. You can have a poor picture, but if you got poor sound and something is dipping down and it's a, and, and you'd be like, no horrible. man, that's horrible, right? So look, I know how to manipulate. So I would say, let's do it right here. I would give them some shine, and I'm filming you, and I'm gonna have the test read up right when I get back home because. This is not a time to play with people's lives. You see, we're in the middle of COVID, right? What if COVID had started back in 2013? People would have worked on things that never came out. A lot of things that people work on out here never come out. If they come out, their narrative structure, to be totally honest with you, is not, not there. Not there, not there, not there, not there. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, like beginning, middle, and end. Like, 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 where's the? But I'm not gonna give you that because that's to be sold, not told. I have I have courses that I have on Vimeo for that. But that's another story. Now look. So I'm sitting there, and I'm watching, and I'm listening. So I would do the test reads, right? And they would read my scripts and. What it, they said, your scripts are real. What they didn't know in film school, they call it on the nose. Meaning, oh, golly gee, golly gee. People who haven't traveled outside of 10 blocks. People who haven't traveled 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 miles away from their home. Actually been in other neighborhoods other than what they suppose because they are in fear to be in other neighborhoods other than, in my opinion, lily white neighborhoods. That is fact. Right? So, I come from the southeast side of Cleveland. I was, every Saturday and Sunday, I was up on the northeast side up at Gordon Park selling my CDs and cassettes to the people, right? To the people. 
He said, where you from? It don't matter where I'm from. You like the music. And that's all that matters. That's right. They say, yeah, man, you walk everywhere that you want to walk. That's right. Because I'm just a, a real dude. I'm just a dude. I'm the dude. I'm not afraid of my people. I'm not afraid of your people. You know, so I'm going to be in there. So this is a illusion of inclusion. Sorry. So I would take the actors that they had in the back. And after a while, I found a place. I found a, a, um, a lunch cafeteria area where I would shoot because was, I was trying to find locations, right? Being a new place, being in a new place, they don't want to tell you where to go. And I had to figure all this out for myself, right? So I found a cafeteria where I could do it in where the bench could be a nice background. And I'm going to release all these test reads again so that you can see them. Right, and the people would test read, and I would say, "Man, you can interpret my lines. If you can interpret my lines, because one thing that I took serious in school was English, mathematics, and science. I took that very seriously. But English was and is my thing. Plus, I know how to type. I know my home keys. I'm not going like this. So." When I think of something, it flows out and it's in real talk. So it's not on the nose. It's not what I suppose it is because I work. Well, I didn't work. I owned a store for 15 years and I saw all types of people, blue collar, white collar, uh, criminal element, God fearing element, etc., etc. And I'm able to through those experiences, much like Zora Neil Hurston, I'm able to weave and tell stories. And that's what the Black Ice Chronicles was initially about my 15 years in retail. But as we got out here in Las Vegas, it began to be about the unusual circumstances that I found as I came out here. And this is what this first piece is about. Right. I prefaced this piece. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. This, these are interesting circumstances out here, and I love it out here. Right, because of these interesting circumstances, it, it, it makes Black Ice truly continue on Black Ice. So let, let's uh, let's watch this right now. And the people were different too. But I went to Zimbabwe after Istanbul. And she was there. It doesn't matter if you're in the rap game, model game, movie game, or everyday life. It's all the same. When you deal with the unseen, you often deal with the unforeseen. Okay, okay, so let me let me stop that for a minute. Alright, let me stop that for a minute. Let me bring you back in real quick. I just want you to get the feel of the image because we're going to play it in the small image at the bottom. But I want you to get a piece of the image. Now, what's happening is, for those who don't know how to do films, only do it. You do a hook. You give a hook at the beginning of the film, right? Whatever story you're going to tell, you give a hook. And, and, and you're like, well, who is this talking in the background while this 
woman is standing in the foreground, the image is on her, and she seems a little bit distraught, right? So this piece is about the schizophrenic nature of some Caucasians. This is what this piece is about. And what's so funny is once Donald Trump got into office, what I wrote the character to say was much of some of the things that Donald Trump would say, right? Just, just observing, right? Because if you come from the black experience, then you can write Caucasians. Caucasians can't necessarily write you because they write you as a stereotype. And none of my characters, the black characters that Crazy D has to come in contact with are stereotypes and thus and so, neither are the white characters. They're just a reality, but it is entertaining. So let's continue on. So after you bring the hook, then you set up the game. It's very important. I, I'm gonna give you this game here because I'm getting tired because I can't review a lot of the Las Vegas films and they don't even want to submit it to me because they look at my work and then they say, well, this dude is going to just slam our shit because, you know, it's not, it's long, it's drawn out, it's not moving anywhere, it's a bunch of people just talking. One, two angles, what you see with my <laughs> angle. Right? So, you know, we're going to give you, so after that, you, you lay out the game. So the game for the Black Guys Chronicles, it doesn't matter if you're in the movie game, model game, music game, it's all the same. When you deal with the unseen, you often deal with the unforeseen, unforeseen. the Black Ice Chronicles. It's a metaphor about black ice, like a phenomenon that happens in the Midwest where it's black top and it's ice. You don't see it. And if you don't know how to get out the skid. And so the whole thing is about, it's a metaphor about Crazy D getting out of the skid and successfully keeping his car in one piece. That's what this is about, right? So the Crazy D character is different than the actual Crazy D because Crazy D character talks a little slower. He's observing. He's he's not on that catch, analyze, and shoot. He's on the analyze and look, 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 look. Whereas when you're out here, you have to be faster and catch, analyze, and shoot. Catch, analyze, and shoot. So let's continue on here. Let's continue on. The Black Ice Chronicle. Did it also say that the sound pounds like a Marvel's movie? You had that basses ringing and the balance on the on the level of the microphone, and that's the live mic coming from the camera. But I'm right there because I know how to manipulate sound. This one is also Marilyn Wyman. This is one of the pieces. Now she's she she's passed on now. So this was in memory of her. I recut it and put it in memory of her, right? And she worked on a lot of things, but you know, the people who knew her came and searched out this piece to represent her because the other pieces were nowhere to be seen. 
because we're about making sure that when you pass, you will be represented in the best lights of uh, Marilyn Wyman, right? She plays Ma. Here we go. I didn't say anything. But but I hear you thinking. <laughs> I know. You're wondering how all this loveliness can have a daughter like that. <laughs> I know. You're wondering how Cassandra could be my daughter. I know. I, I know what you're thinking. But there I was in the deep, dark jungle of Istanbul. And I saw her. She was maybe five or six years old. She was running naked and unashamed in and out of the bushes. In and out of all the bushes in Zimbabwe. Oh, I knew I had to do something. So me and my benefactor at the time, we decided to bring her to the U.S. of A. She should be thanking me every day. Zimbabwe and Istanbul are two different people with two different countries. Oh, I know what you're thinking. Istanbul, Zimbabwe, two different countries, two different people. But I, but I went to Zimbabwe after I went to Turkey. And there she was. She was just running around in and out of the bushes, 
so we decided to put her in a trunk and ship her to the U.S. of A. I know. Wondering how we could do that. But we got the idea from Henry Box Brown. Uh-huh. He, I read about him in a book. You know, he really was one really smart... Well... <laughs> Would you look at the time? Crazy D, don't mind Mama Banks. That's just her humor. I swear, it's okay. Okay. Where the hidden secret cameras? This is some kind of prank, right? Crazy D, don't mind Mama Banks. That's just her humor. I swear, it's okay. Stop. Old time humor. That's what she calls it. Let me explain. She took me in when I was a little girl. It was the 80s. I was what, five or something? The beginning of crack. She was a social worker and she was actually working my mother's case. She liked me. She arranged to place me in foster care with her. And I just kind of been here ever since. But. You're grown now. I know. I feel, I feel like I owe her something. Look, it's not her fault. Well, not her fault that she has dementia. Sandy, Cassandra, you wanna tell them all my business? I need to get my switch and beat that black ass of yours? Well, okay, that's it. Alright, alright, alright. So let's pause that for a minute. Okay, now look. Creating that back when I created it and then coming into this era with everything that was happening under Donald J. Trump, right? When you watch this, you have to watch it the way. I'm not going to give you the whole thing. You have to go over to the, you know, on demand and watch the full thing, right? Now that's when I first, the, the first year that I got here, I got to meet new actors. See, I'm a person that if you can interpret my lines, I'm gonna work with everybody. See, I have a certain politic, but my politic doesn't stop me from working with everyone, right? You see, because I have stories to tell. Unfortunately, most of the stories have to do with telling actual facts and actual truth. What you got to say to that so far? That was, I had not seen uh, that particular, that was enjoyable. I was over here laughing, uh, especially when she was like, <laughs> she saw her wa wandering the streets naked in Istanbul, but then it was Zimbabwe. And then she said, I know what you're thinking, that that's two different places. But I went to uh, Zimbabwe after I was in Turkey. <laughs> and if I, 
<laughs> I tell you what, I've encountered that kind of element on the street. So when you're dealing with people who got some some kind of either uh, whether you want to interpret it as demons or if you want to interpret it as mental defect, when you have that going on and, and it's sitting before you, you're you're like you sitting there at the time you have to be serious and be expressionless as not to uh, incite this person because you don't know what they, they didn't already came out of way out of left field so you don't know what will incite them to violence or anything like that so you gotta kind of sit there but on the inside you thinking do I have a sign written on my head saying all people because I swear to you you can go places with me now and I'm going to attract some of that that is it's, it's hilarious though after you think about it but while it's happening you you have to think quickly on what you're going to do and not do but that was excellent that was that was good entertainment and poor girl she was embarrassed her mother didn't nobody tell her to come out in the living room <laughs> she came out there <laughs> so let's keep moving so this next piece right I write a lot of pieces about male, about men and women, about man and woman, and the the good, the bad, and the in between, right? And the storylines are poignant and important today because, and they are still real to today because this still happens today. Matter of fact. When you think about what happened to Megan the Stallion, right? That this is still happening, right? And so my stories are there to tell a certain uncomfortable truth. And there's a conclusion, an ultimate conclusion. So let's listen to this right here. This is uh, banter. These are two of the actors that were in the boot, they were placing in the back that were brought to the front, right? Here we go. Oh, what's the deal about this red stuff? I mean, this is not Valentine's Day. Marty, it's a charity event. It. You should have got the memo. Got the memo. I texted to you. You didn't get it? <laughs> I ain't got time to be looking at my phone every few minutes. To... Hey, I'm ready to go. Been ready to go. I'm all, I, I think we just might want us to stay at the house. Stay at the house. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Marty. Let's just go. Let's have a good night, and then we'll come back. We'll go really quick, make an appearance, and then we'll come back home. <laughs> when has any time been ever quick with you? Why are you such a rush to go? Oh, here we go again. You're going to do your friends. <sighs> yeah, I was showing off what they wore when they bought them something at the store. So they got their nails and their hair and they all they did all this and that. Just trying to. Do I look nice? You think I look nice? I mean, you look okay. You just didn't wear the right colors. Let's go. I'm ready. Let's. Okay. I look okay. Okay, you look decent. You know what? Is there something else on your mind? Something else you want to say? Is this, you know, come on. This... No, Marty, I'm ready to go. Let's go. Let's go. Why are you have all that money in your hand? Let's go. I look like money, girlfriend. That's why I rolled with that like that. Okay. And I'm sure we're going out. You're going to need it. Oh, I don't need it. Yeah. Marty, I don't need your money. 
since when you don't need my money. That's been ever since we've been together. I don't need your money. I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? Yeah, that's interesting. Get on my nerve. Take this and take yourself. <laughs> that trying a little understanding and tenderness might have been better. Previously. So now, these are things that happen in relationships when people's minds are jumbled and all of this comes from a root. The stories, the Black Ice Chronicles tell these stories, right? And you have to see the ending of that because there's a comeuppance that comes because there is a demon character that comes. And the demon character comes in the image of who he's lost. And that's what we're gonna say about that, right? So it's very important that you know, you, you you watch these things. Now, the next thing that we're getting ready to show you is called A Preacher's Life. Now, if you think that A Preacher's Life is about going to the church and being in there and the choir singing and all that, I hate to tell you that that is not what this is. Viewer discretion is advised, but it is a teachable moment but it is entertaining smash the share button smash the like button these and have you noticed that the sound quality hits did you notice that the effects hit now watch this very closely previously on a preacher's life previously Still get 
right? I don't want to have to ask again. But if I have to, well, I expect to see. It's shorter for you. You no good, fake ass slut. How much that ass costs anyway? But back to the purpose. Give us what we want. Give you what you want. What you want? It's in the bathroom. But now, I ain't giving you shit. <laughs> you a clever bitch. I give you that. And before you fell down the stairs. Cutting your forehead? You were bad out. But now, not so much. <laughs> Claire. Let me stop that before we continue. Now, when you watch it again, because you because you know we you know you're gonna watch it again. When you watch it again, check how the sound represents her music is playing muffled behind the door then when it opens it's to the left because she she's looking out then as he swings in he comes into the room and the music is loud it's all in perspective of ears right he closes the door then he turns up the volume but you can hear their audio clearly when he strikes her the second time, it is the double beating of the music is the representation of not only her heartbeat, but the split of her brain. So when the music becomes disjointed, that's her heart stopping and starting. But you, you probably get that perspective as you're watching it, but I just want to bring it to the forefront, right? Because as, so you're hearing what's happening through her ear. Then you hear what's happening through his ear, but you hear this, um, because her ears are ringing from the blow, right? This is very detrimental. So when he tells her not so much, at one point she's sitting there and the music stops because her heart stops momentarily. Then it kicks back in. So this is very telling a story. This is a, Viewer discretion is advised on these things, but all these people get come up as. But we just want to let you know that you know viewer discretion is advised. But we tell true to life stories, right? We're not on the nose. We don't. We've seen and experienced a lot of different types of people, right? So let's continue on. Make a deal with you. Give me what I want, and the hospital bills could be less. Oh. You're a weak example. Just like your daddy. Better, better watch it. He used to beat women too. You 
You be my cousin, they go save you. Don't like bitches smart mouth talking shit. Harris, would you like anything? Stories with the Crazy D character often deal with females that are fast moving. They are fast paced, but he as the Crazy D character is more stoic and he's slowed because he's observing. So as they're trying to move fast paced, he brings them down to his, he slows them down to his pace one, to get the understanding of where they're coming from, and two, to get out of the situation so he won't slide into the black eyes. And so this is one of those examples of this story, of a story of the Black Eyes Chronicles with the Crazy D character. So let's listen right now. Listen to the storyline, listen to the writing, listen to the sound, because there is Foley added to give the ambiance of the room. So just listen. Harris, would you like anything? Water, soda, or juice? Would you happen to have something a little harder? Harder? You know, like vodka, gin, Brown stuff gets me too loose. No, I don't think Sharon bought any liquor. You see, I don't I'm just playing D. Last time I took a drink from a photographer, I ended up on the internet ass naked. See, you're never really off the internet. Even though my brother did whoop the shit out of him. I still see myself from time to time. But that wouldn't be a problem now, will it? Mm. What's up with you on this sharing anyways? Y'all like a couple? Stick to the business at hand. Your audition. Okay, is never mind. Y'all a couple. Would you happen to have any of those high-powered sex scenes we could use to test? I mean, I am prepared to take my clothes off. I mean, I've been at enough of these at dude's house to know sex may happen. And I'm cool with that. As long as I can know that I will get the part. There's no nudity required. This is an audition. This is a sofa, not a casting couch. Who knew that Me Too and Enough Harvey Weinstein, Steve, 
excuse me, Freudian slip there, R. Kelly, all of that would come up. I wrote this way back, and here it is. 2017, 2018, 2019, but I wrote this way back in 13, 14. And who would know that the casting couch would be on and indicted? Who would think that that's what happened? So you have to watch this episode because she is a person that is totally stunned. But let's continue on. Stunned that it's not the way that she usually experiences it. But that's for you to watch. We only give you so much, right? So anyway, so let's continue on. No sex. But you're one of the cute ones. I shot for this white guy this one time. He had me all up in the backseat of his car. I could see myself in the monitor. Him pushing in and out of me. But let me tell you, I got off on that. He was kind of ugly though. But he had a big... Uh, 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 uh. What the hell is this? What the hell is this? What? It's what I saw when I walked in the room after Lolita pushed me out the way. Lolita? That bitch trying to set my ass up. I can't believe this shit. Dang. Blood all on my shit. Dang. Blood on my shit. I can't believe Claire. I never killed Claire. At least not on purpose. Special dish for your casserole, I guess, put in there for you. Oh, no, that's okay. I'll take you. No, this is actually kind of heavy for you. Let me put this inside for you. Let me bring it in to help you out. Come on, dude. Put it on the table. You know what? Um, Yeah, so I'm in the wrong place at the wrong time, so please excuse me. And let me just, you know, just kind of... Get out real quick. All right, all right. So we give you a little piece. We give you a piece, right? You can see these on Vimeo on demand. You go over to Vimeo on demand, or you just go to Google search and put in the Black Ice. That's B L K I C E, all one word. Black Ice Chronicles Season 5 uh, on Vimeo or and the Black Ice Chronicles Season 6 on Vimeo. You can see the A Preacher's Life 
on YouTube, all four installments. There's a fifth installment. It's like a phantom installment, right? That's supposed to culminate and bring everything together, right? But you can see the first four episodes of that there. But check us out on Vimeo in the pay on demand section because we have a lot to say. We have the top picture for you. The, the color of the images are excellent. The, the storytelling, the image size is excellent. It is not pedestrian. The use of sound, of editing sound, putting it right there, right there, putting their voices right there. The gunshots are right there. The voices are right there. The sound effects are right there. The emotional effects. The emotional effects are all original effects that I created manipulating sound. I created those. Those are exclusive Black Ice Chronicles emotion sounds. When someone is worried, there's a sound. Especially when Crazy D is worried, there's a sound, right? And it just plays, man. So with me being an independent filmmaker, an independent filmmaker is, is not waiting to be financed to get it done. You know, I did most of that. Let me see, can I see my camera? Yes, it's a little dusty now because now I got the 4K. But I did that, let me dust that off a little bit. I did the majority of the early stuff. This this new stuff with the is done with the 4K, but the original was done with the Sony Handycam. This this bugger right here, right? done with this camera right here. Now, most people, like, when they would come, they would see it, they would say, oh, he doesn't have all the lights, he doesn't have all that. Because, you know, in film school, they taught us about a photographer. Because I had to take a, you had to take a, a illustration photography class, right? And they talked about a guy who called himself, they called him the ghetto photographer because he didn't use the standard lighting he used industrial lights that you would get from the store, the tap lights. He would use that and he would bring out these beautiful images. So it doesn't matter what you have, it's the ability of the person to bring it. And as you hear the sound quality pounds right at you. Because I come from doing music when it was analog and then digital came in, it was like butter. Because in analog, you had to kill the bass. I mean, you had to kill the hiss because the machines had hiss. You had to put it in the uh, lower, lower mid to low so it would ring like bass instead of being up in the high. So little secrets, you know, twisting those knobs is my thing. So this little camera right here, right, did this for me, a handy cam, right? So it's not about, so that means that people who have a whole bunch of big equipment and their stuff never comes out and it never, and when it does come out, it never sounds good. That means that their ability is lacking. And whenever I tell someone, I say, we can do this. You learn my lines, you learn them. This is another thing I learned. Back in Cleveland, we would rehearse like three times and then shoot. 
What I learned out here in Las Vegas is if you get the person by the third time, they're going to flake. So you got to learn your lines at home. When we come together, I'll go through it with you with, and I'll tighten it up in the edit and make it seem flawless. I've had people who couldn't remember full lines and I made them look like they were going through the lines and acting beautifully. It's all about the skill of the filmmaker, right? So I give, I give myself credit because often people don't. But you can, often people choose not to because they have certain envies or jealousies. But I give myself credit because I back my what I say up by playing. If you cannot play your finished product with proudness, not pride, but with proudness, if you can't do it, that means that it must be trash, even to you. Which meant that you wasted people's time. If the lighting is off, if people look like crispy critter, if you don't know how to angle the camera a certain way against the sun, if you don't know about reflectors and silks and all that, and then you're not a filmmaker, you're just a novice. And you wasted people's time. I do not waste people's time because I leave legacy. And just like, uh, uh, just like Miss uh, Wyman, her image and her acting ability stands. And it's a comical piece that's serious, no buffoonery. But you trip because the situation you say, I know a cousin that would be like that. I know a sister that would be like that. I've been in a situation just like that. Because we're not pedestrian, nor are we on the nose for what we write. Because I value, I value myself, so thus I value the people who come on board to act, not to waste their time because time is short and I don't waste my own time. So if you are a filmmaker for real, then contact us and we will have you on observations and you can send us your best clips and we will cut it up and put it in so that people can watch it and you can break it down about what you do on hashtag observations TFR. On Friday, we have Keith Lee from Sac. Town, excuse me, not Sacktown, excuse me, wrong thing. Stockton, California. Stockton, California filmmaker movie is on Amazon Prime right now. So if you're doing what you're doing, you know, know that Crazy D is a serious guy. Like when I'm laughing, I'm serious. When I'm not laughing, I'm as serious as a fool blown Michael Jackson cardiac arrest and you know how serious that is right so I don't waste time I don't believe in having people waste my time because I won't waste their time and so that's what it is and so this is what filmmaking really is and you can see it I've been on demand for a very long time on Vimeo I have over 23 films done on Vimeo. I, I didn't even talk about situations or back in Cleveland or the shifter or females. 
There are 23 films up ready for you to watch and you will be entertained. The main point is to be, to entertain, to bring a message if possible, and most of all mine have messages, and bring you something that you can feel. That's what we do over here at Lordland Films. That's what we do. We bring things, we bring situations that you can feel over at Lordland Films. That's what we do. Lordland Films, we bring things, we bring production finished films that you will feel that it will boom in your system, in your car, will boom in your home theater system at the house. Have things tickling the left speaker, white right speaker in the center. Oh my God, you're like, oh man, that sounds just like how it sounds. So people, this was the episode that I got to flex just a little bit, you know, so we got uh, the independent DIY nature of Crazy D. One, that was me. There's two, three, four, and fifth is Keith Lee. But if you want to fit into two, three, and four, just let me know. Other than that, we're going to break down not about me, but about other independent filmmakers that I look at and say they do good work, right? But Friday, we have the interview with Keith Lee. So you want to stay tuned for that. So this is what we do. I am not a person that plays around. I'm not a person that says I can do something. Then I have everybody on the line and then the stuff never comes out. Or if it comes out, it's that same old Negro snip. Right? Not that. It's on another level. No... No stereotypes, no buffoonery, just each character has his or her own dignity. So, what you got to say? You know, the old folks had the saying, where there's a will, there's a way. And, um, you know, although some of you may take issue with with, which... I don't know why you would, but some of you might, you know, I, I, there's a lot of things happening these days that are unexplainable, but you might take issue with the fact that um, he has has flexed a little bit about his abilities. But, you know, this is a lesson to be learned about having the ingenuity to not be up under the thumbs of people. That's a principle that was instilled in us from when we were children it's, it's what's instilled in you in your formative years it's what the examples that your parents set for you and it's them making a better way for you now our parents worked and they didn't have no problems with working I never heard them complaining about working I never heard uh, whatever it was that they set their hands to they prospered that was the bible in motion Wherever you lay your hands to shall prosper. Wherever they laid their hands to shall pro prosper. So then they were able to instill in us a sense of, of things so that when we get here in this time in our lives, we're doing our own things because that, that was afforded to us. But you have to have a certain type of, of chutzpah, a certain type of, because this wasn't D's first industry. It wasn't his first industry. 
understand that he was part of the music industry from a retail perspective and not just that as a dj um and and all of that so many different the radio dj a party dj he did mixtapes and was one of the best in the city uh and doing that and so wherever the cream wherever excellency is the cream always rises to the top so when he as a visionary saw that the music industry in retail was taking a nosedive for several different reasons he had already by the time things finally shut down in retail he had already transitioned into a whole nother industry who does that and wait a minute how about now i'm i'm flexing now and i can do that because i want to now who does that and not only did he transition into a whole nother industry but the first film out won an award in that industry how about that how about that how about that who does that right but that is all what we've been talking about here on this show how much more can we get done with that type of power and that type of ingenuity with his own out of his own pocket oh never that you need investors huh out of his own pocket he just made it happen like it needed to happen right so how much more could we do with our reparations money how much more could we do with our reparations money see we still gonna be on that listen it's gonna be like a broken record it's gonna be like before my brother started mixing and djing in the house i used to take the needle of the stereo and i would dig it in the groove of the 45 when i wanted it to skip back to something and my first time doing that was on barry white's can't get enough of your love i dug the the uh, needle in the groove so it would jump back where i wanted it to jump back where these strings was doing a certain thing we gonna keep on pushing this reparations thing like a needle dug into a a a, a phonograph a photo a, a record <laughs> we gonna we gonna we gonna keep no matter what we talk about we gonna get back to reparations and we're not gonna just talk about it because i'm already i'm thinking of ways to get some petitions going in four years if we have not seen what we want to see we're going to be at it again and i'm going to be discouraging the black vote i'm going to be actively discouraging the black vote and if y'all after this four years if it's not if it's not trump in there he's gonna do some things it's still if it ain't reparations we still got to talk about something in four years if we have not gotten to that to the table again and y'all want to vote again I'm going to personally classify you guys as, well, I'll just leave it there. But I'm going to be actively seeking and discouraging the black the black vote. If we can get 60% at least, because you know they're already leveraging that. You know that, right? When they're bringing in the uh, uh, 11 million dreamers. The 500,000 Indians, the 90,000 refugees, and as D said, and a partridge in a pear tree. And what makes that so funny is that we were not included in the 12 days of Christmas or this. <laughs> 
and that that's not funny we bring humor to it but it's not funny but no matter what we talk about it's gonna get back to how much more could we do with that reparations money we gonna need that we gonna need that money that's right boy listen people this has been another robust show i believe and hope that you were entertained by the presentation that i brought today all your dude right here you see if you don't have the i, I go way back i'm a hip-hop dude if you ain't ready to show and prove your what you do then you're really not doing it okay that's what that is can so, i say something i need oh, to say okay. something else okay go, go ahead you know um only because i'm just irritated at the moment why am i getting texts uh the are you busy text see i need for my friends so-called and otherwise i need for y'all to uh you i told you guys that i do my brother and i do a broadcast on every day from 12 30 to 2 30 p.m many of you guys know him too all right but instead of you being signed in you're asking me, am I busy? I'm busy every day, Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 2.30 p.m. So obviously you're not supporting. 2021 is going to bring about a new turn of events. I'm not on it. I'm not on it, and I'm mentioning it now. Be offended if you will, but you're not supporting. That's obvious. Wow. All right, so hip-hop show and prove if you can't put your stuff down and show it and stand there right stand there on your square and represent then you're really not proud about what you do and you should call on the professional you should call on the professional maybe you got the filming down you think but you really need the sound quality taken care of. Well, then you call me and I have you a booming like a Marvel's movie. Or maybe you think you have the sound down, which, you know, that's questionable. I mean, that's, that's opinion, that's subjective. And you need the image and you need to have the image tell a story. You need those various angles to tell the story. You need those different sizes of lens to tell the story. Then you come contact me. I will bring it. I will tell a story for you with many different angles. Or maybe you just need that editor to be able to edit up those five angles that you will get from Auto Crazy D. You know, the people are going to have to sit there and work. I tell people all the time, I don't do just one angle. You watched it, right? You saw the various angles that happened to tell a story. Film is more than just one angle. This is a stage. This is in three walls and, and the fourth wall. It's the fourth wall and angles to tell a story. So, you know, I, I'm... I'm deadly serious about filmmaking i'm deadly serious about the sound quality i'm deadly serious about the image i'm deadly serious about the 
lighting that tells the story even before it gets in the editing bay. I am a professional. Uh-oh. And so that is the difference. I have always been, when I stepped out the house and did my first gig at 14, I was a professional. When I got to the down to the college, as I was producing rappers in between 14 and getting to the college campus to DJ the Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, I was a professional in that, a professional in DJing, a professional in putting out records. Getting into the studio, getting it done, working with other professionals like Rest in Peace, EQ, and Mix Master Quick. Yes, that's right. Brothers for the Struggle producer. That's right. As well as others, right? I am a professional. Was a professional when I opened up my store. Was a professional as a photographer. Was a professional as the photographer and was the professional who was authoring his own DVDs, editing up the whole piece, then authoring the glass to for replication and duplication, replication or duplication. We do this for a living. So why would you not, unless you just want to be unprofessional, right? So that's the point. Right? And I see a lot of, I'm gonna tell you, dust is not gonna live into the 22nd century. When you shoot it, it's dust, it's gonna end right after you show it, it's gonna end right there, cause it's dust. The sound is dusty, you hear the wind blowing. And the microphone, dust. The picture is dusty, you didn't clean the lens, dust. The iPhones, I mean, and the Android phones and all that, they have lenses on them now. And I have shot films with those. And my, for some reason, my stuff doesn't look dusty. I, I don't know what that is, right? Because I am a professional. So I flexed a little bit today going into it and we want other filmmakers who are professionals to step up so people will know about the independent DIY do-it-yourself filmmakers who are professional. I'm a professional. I make sure that my quality is professional, that it will outbang anything on television that it will outbang anything on television, be richer in picture quality than anything on television. And I have seen my work on the big screen and seen the richness of the color. And I've seen dust from others on the screen who have big this and that. So if you want a 4K dude to can come in and do your thing, then you you contact me because I did it with I did it with 1080p <laughs> and I make it look 4K. Okay, so look and the sound I, I make it I make it 
Oh, anyway, you get the point. Go back and watch the show again. Then go over to Vimeo and type in the the Black Ice Chronicles Season 5. All of them will come up and you'll be able to watch them. Single or you can get the full pack and binge watch. Or pick the ones that you want to watch. And also, the Black Ice Chronicles Season 6. All of them come up and you're able to do again. Right? And again, as we close, let me say this. This is very important, always. That we bring you a certain level of quality on this program. And we show you that we appreciate your viewership. So if you would, be so kind. Use your QR scanner. It can be after the show. Use your QR scanner and scan either for Cash App or for PayPal and leave a few dollars to say that you appreciate what we do and the programming that we bring. We've got some innovative programming coming up for 2021, right? And you being a part of it through your donations... You will feel good being a part of it with your donations, right? So, this has been another great episode. I'll say it's great. Really great. You got to hear. You got to see some crazy. So, I'm a hip-hopper, man. I'm a hip-hopper. I play, I play that, I play, I play that mild-mannered Henry Booker thing. But in actuality, when I come, when I come, like when people, when they see me film and it's out like it's the news people and it sounds better than the news people, it comes out the same day. When they will see it and say, man, you are, I come to destroy because I am a hip hopper. The cash app is dollar sign TFR Podcast Live. Dollar sign TFR Podcast Live. If you want to just go over to Cash App and put in dollar sign TFR Podcast Live, we would do it. So I come to destroy because I'm a hip hopper. Show me that you're better. Other than that, we're cool. But anyway, people, this has been another great episode of hashtag TFR podcast live excuse me wrong hashtag observations tfr by crazy d with my special guest host my sister tanya m congress we will see you again tomorrow here's the thing about germany why i made the curators pick up the hollywood french Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.